What's going on, everybody? The buds are back. We back. We back. One short. One short, but hey, the show must go on. You know what time it is? It is DraftKings Thursdays. DraftKings. DraftKings. Doing the intro today is yours truly, Spuddy McGee. How we doing? How's it going? What's happening? Find people out there. And right next to me is El Frances. El Frances. Aquí estoy. For all the people that don't know Spanish, I'm sorry. Not going to tell you. <laughs> Not going to tell you. <laughs> nope nope not a chance anywho like we said dougie's not here right now but the show must go on and he has shout out, dougie. shout out dougie Suggy. um since all three of us aren't here we're just gonna kind of do a little different format this round for DraftKings. we're just gonna have open discussion the whole time and build our lineup as we go we're still gonna do two values and two top dollar guys but we're just progressing as a group talk yes sir so with that being said let's go ahead and start out with these quarterbacks francis hmm what quarterbacks are are looking looking good for us looking juicy this week mm-hmm. uh so there's three games that i like this week and i feel like out of these three games one of these are going to be very high scoring. That's either Miami, Detroit, mm-hmm. Ar- Arizona Vikings, yes, or Steelers and Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think these one of these three games. If you pick pick on them, um, you you set yourself up for some high ceiling games. But this week, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the top dollar guy. I don't see why Jalen hurts. Shouldn't have a, a good game this week. Um, you know, Steelers, they're still without TJ Watt. Yep. Um, and they're entirely different defense, uh, entirely different team without TJ Watt. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there really isn't much fear at all. And Jalen Hurts, he's got his legs going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he has weapons to hit with his arm. He's got Devontae Smith. He's got A.J. Brown, um, Goddard. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, even Miles Sanders – is going to be a, a a big part of this game. I feel like so, definitely ste- been stepping up this year, staying healthy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think Jalen Hurts is always a safe play. Um, let's take a look. The only uh, th- yeah, la- wait, the, uh, wait. The only thing is the Pittsburgh might feel a little bit confident in themselves, even though they took an L last week of how they treated the Dolphins. But then again, it could be false. Um, false advertisement because i mean Tua's first game back from you know his concussion scare or neck or whatever they want to dub that injury right you know so I, we kind of assumed right. Tua was going to be shaky so you know i don't know if steelers are riding their high horse on, at least on the defensive end that hey we stopped this high power offense yada 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 but now they're yeah. going, now they're going to the belly of the beast of an offense that has been clicking for week in and week out. So it might change. So Yeah. Um I think yeah, uh, that's that's a good point. Um it's going to be interesting though because 
you know, the whole situation with Jalen Hurts and Tua, what happened in Alabama, and now, you know, back-to-back weeks, mm-hmm. they're going to play the, the, that, that same team. So we're going to see how – well, we already saw how Tua performed against the Steelers. Now mm-hmm. we're going to see how Jalen Hurts can perform against the Steelers. And, I, and they're two different quarterbacks. Like, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has his own style. Mm-hmm. He has his own style of play. So – he might be he might be a little more effective against the Steelers. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think he will be. Like you said, two different styles. Um one's definitely um a bulkier quarterback too, so that could run the ball and run it with authority and right. automatically have a quarterback spy on him, which makes it easier for him to throw. Right. Yeah, they really have to game plan for Hurts' legs rather than Tua. I don't think you game plan too much on his legs, especially what what just happened exactly. to him. I don't think they're trying to get him out there to run. You exactly. Know? Exactly. So, you know, I don't know what, how this Pittsburgh team is going to respond. I mean, they can ride in the coattails of their confidence and how they kept Dolphins under 20 or maybe, like I said, false hope and they get stomped on by the Eagles. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's my pick. Jalen Hurts, eighty three hundred. Who who do you like at the top top dollar? You know, there's not a lot for the quarterbacks that are left in no. top dollar at all. <laughs> that's um, true. You know what? <laughs> I like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Got, uh, it's a morning game. It's a morning game. Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a morning game. Um, even if he does terrible in the beginning. There's hope because of what the Saints did last Thursday. Yeah. Andy Dalton had a, had a phenomenal game fantasy-wise against the mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals, but he threw two pick sixes, but he's still able to put 32 points. Now, I, right. could, I could see that with Kirk Cousins doing that if they choose to go that route. But if not, Kirk Cousins is still going to have a great game against the Arizona Cardinals, I feel. Got weapons. Uh, like like we said, it's a morning game, and for some reason, the stars align for this man in the morning. <laughs> yep. I don't know, um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins. Uh, the defense is aggressive, but that could also be their weak point. So true. I I I see I see good things. I'm, um, outside of I, what's his name on the Cardinals defense? Isaiah Simmons, I Is, think. Isaiah Simmons. There's Buddha Baker. Mm-hmm. I mean, those well, are Buddha's your, been okay. Yeah, Buddha's he, been okay. Yeah, those are the two main playmakers, at least that really stand out. You know, yeah, Buddha hasn't been that dominant compared to other seasons, but Isaiah yeah. Simmons is like the guy that's all over the place for the for this team. He's the and, Swiss Army knife of the team. yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, that's exactly what he is for for the defensive side. But mm-hmm. Kirk, Kirk, it's interesting. Kirk has not had one game. Over throwing for over three hundred yards, and I think that offense is very capable of, of getting there. He's done it so, many times in the past too. Yeah, so the closest he got was Week Five against the Bears, where he threw for two hundred and ninety six yards. And, and another interesting thing is he has not had a game where he's thrown more than two touchdowns yet. Mm-hmm. He hasn't hit that three or four. Yeah. So I think this is a, a good matchup for that. Yeah, because for, for those things, they're coming out of a bye. I don't see why not. I don't see why right. not he finally gets his three tuds and, you know, hit the 300-yard mark. Yeah. So. I, I, hey, I see a lot of potential for Kirk. Yeah. Especially, especially the morning part. 
Mm, the morning, <laughs> hey, if it was prime time, nope, nope, nope. Get out of here. Game, nope. Get out of here. But yeah, I mean, other than those those marks, um, like Tua could be a good play because of the matchup. But um, yeah, I feel like he's gonna be very chalky, and I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if um, you know, he's gonna be the same guy right now. I still think he takes another like week or two before he settles yeah. in fully. I guess yeah, what I'm trying to say. But I mean, other than um, that, um, it's the same thing with Dak for right now. Is like I'm still kind of like waiting for him to catch up game speed wise. Yeah. He's got to warm up a, a little bit. Exactly. Bears, Bears defense apparently isn't too bad, I guess. No, I mean, if they're, <laughs> if they're, tra- if they're trading away their assets, then yeah, it helps. Yeah. It just goes on to a yeah. team. I don't want the good assets on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's really it for the top guys. Cause there's, there's not much left, which is crazy. Like, yeah, because you, you don't have Mahomes on this slate. You don't have Josh Allen on this mm-hmm. slate. Mm-hmm. You don't have Joe Burrow on this slate. Yeah. <laughs> so, that yeah, that's why the, the top dollar guys in the in the quarterback position, it's a very short list. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to value, now, oh, let's, 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 switch, so hey, let's switch gears to value now. Yep. Man. You can, you can, you can go first on your value pick. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tell it right off the dome. It's Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton at 5,500 at home against the Yeah. And I okay. mean, if you, those that didn't pay attention to me earlier, Andy Dalton scored 32 fantasy points against the Arizona Cardinals while still throwing two pick sixes, but three interceptions total. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Hey, crazy. <laughs> But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He still threw over 361 yards, four touchdowns. Come on. Still did it. Still did it. That garbage time greatness. It's not. He did his best best Winston impression. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And and the fact that Winston is not going to start this game against the Raiders, I can see it happen again. Yeah, so Andy Dawn could could put up some numbers against his defense, mm-hmm, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did help too with the Saints? I mean, yeah, with this um, when um, when they went against the Cardinals was um, you know they're pretty soft defense, pretty soft defense, and um, yeah, Saints defense was getting hurt too. So their only way of coming back was really just slanging the ball. So, you know, yeah. when your defense ain't doing that great, too, you're just going to sling the ball the whole time. Yeah, it really depends. Uh, yeah, this the, the game script is going to have a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. for sure. And it seems like Kamara's getting back to his um, his flow of dual, like, dual, dual duties, where he runs and catches the ball a lot. So I hope so. That's really how they should be using him. Uh, yeah, like old times, yeah. you know. Cause, like old times. Yeah, he's been, you know, he caught, he, he's he been getting a lot of targets lately, so good on him. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Dalton's my top value pick for this week. Okay. Um, I like the guy 
priced exactly the same. <laughs> I like I like Jared Goff at home, fifty five hundred. Yes. Um against the Dolphins. Um oh, I forgot I forgot to do some so, money. Um it's it's gonna be interesting because right now, as of today, today's Thursday, October twenty seventh, Jared Goff's ownership is sitting at around six percent, almost seven percent. Mm-hmm. Um people are extremely turned off from his last two games. He played a New England defense mm-hmm. and put up seven points mm-hmm. and then went on a bye. So, you know, people didn't pay attention to him and then came out after the bye, played a Dallas defense mm-hmm. and put up five points. Mm-hmm. Um, both those games, he didn't have DeAndre Swift or Amon Ross St. Brown. Exactly. Uh, last week, uh, St. Brown only lasted what, what the first player. His first play or his first, after his first catch? Like, like it was um, like his first or second series. Yeah. Um, so I understand why the majority of the people have just forgotten that Jared Goff averaged throwing three touchdowns a game in the first four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, he ran into two back-to-back really good defenses without his weapons. Mm-hmm. So the numbers make sense why he single-digited it, mm-hmm. you know? But this week, DeAndre Swift does not carry an injury report on him. It, he's practicing in full. There's no cue on his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is practicing at a limited limited capacity. And he, as far as I know, he's going to clear concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jared Goff is going to have his weapons back. And he's going to go against a very, very average Dolphins defense. That their secondaries is depleted right now. Yeah, and um, they're not as good of a Dolphins defense as when Brian Flores was there. At least that's not they're not playing. At, yeah, they're not playing up to that point. Um, yeah. I think that D line that D line has regressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the line's O line is actually not bad. Mm-hmm. So, oh, they're great. I think. I think. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for the Lions to score points here, and I think mm-hmm. Jared Goff has a great a great bounce back game. Mm-hmm. Um, so fifty five hundred Jared Goff, and and at that value play at that ownership percentage, while everyone else is kind of thinking Tua Tua's sitting at thirteen percent. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, he is the as of right now the most owned uh quarterback, quarterback Tua. Mm-hmm. Um. Right after Tua, it's actually Kirk Cousins at 13%. Oh, Kirk. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. So uh, a lot of people like Morning Kirk also. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think he's a great contrarian play this week if you want to get different yeah. with a high ceiling. For some reason, I feel like Dolphins running game is what's really going to go off rather than... The Dolphins running? Mm-hmm. Like Mostert? Yeah. Shoot, yeah. even, even even reverses to Waddle and Tyreek Hill could happen. Mm-hmm. But I I really feel like um, the ground game is what's going to be the bread and butter for Dolphins this week, at least. Yeah. So yeah, I I I could see that. I I think definitely one of those running backs in that game is going to go off. Either D Swift is going to have a huge game, or Raheem Mostert yeah. is going to have a huge game. Yeah. Um. That's why that matchup is so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I think an honorable mention is Daniel Jones against the Seahawks. <laughs> you know what? I was I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that the 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 matchup is there. The, the matchup match- is there. The matchup is there. 
He just came off of a 31-point week, his best week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is running at least six times a game. At the That's his floor of attempts in running, six. Um, but it's anywhere from between six to ten, which is great for a quarterback. Yeah. That's that's good volume on the run running game. Um it's hard to ask Daniel Jones to get to three hundred yard three hundred passing yards just because he doesn't have the receivers to do it. Yeah. But his legs are gonna make up for that. And they do use Saquon Barkley pretty pretty heavily in the in the pass game. So yeah. um it, all it takes is, you know, say the way Saquon's been playing this season, all it takes is just one little dump off pass and that man could yeah, could have a big play. Yeah, I know I know the Seahawks like are are viewed as a, a team that's going to get um torched up, but I feel like in the last 2 weeks they've been playing a lot better than how they've been the whole season already. Their defense is do have some studs, yeah. Like some, they're nobody supposedly, but they're playing good. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're they're coming together later in the season, and I feel like they will be dangerous towards the end. But there's still some yeah. kinks. They they got to work some out. So mm-hmm. I still I, I still like a Daniel Jones pick though because of the versatility. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because um, I, I like if I would pick Daniel Jones or Geno Smith, I would honestly go with Daniel Jones this week. I yeah, just because like, Giants defense might be slightly better, just a little bit. Exactly, than exactly, and I yeah. could see uh, them hanging on uh, Kenneth Walker the third with a little bit more touches than Geno Smith trying to you know get some passes downfield, trying to throw. Yeah, yeah. The trust is really in, wa- um, in Walker right now. I mean, they. Uh, I've I read earlier this week like Giants fan bases, basically saying that their secondary has been clamping people all, all season. So, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Gino might have might have a tough time, but yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. If if you made me pick between those two, definitely Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, I they if you look at their. The situations they've been pretty good. No one's been, you know, scoring over twenty. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, their only loss was against Dallas, and it was twenty three points we scored. So, mm. you know, that's that's pretty good. And then I guess in the NFL now, yeah, you know? no, it is, it is. So, um, yeah. If you guys want to take a chance on on Daniel Jones, get him while he's hot, because I don't think he's always going to be this hot. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. All right. Shall we, shall we pick? Who, who do we pick? You, you want to lock in the red rifle this week. I, I kind of do. What <laughs> we about, can lock him in. What about Bailey Zapp? You want to go way left field against the Jets? Is he for sure starting over Jones? Uh, no, oh, it no, says no, Je- Zap- no, no, yeah. no, Mac Jones starting. Yeah, yeah. After all that, um, yeah, I don't. I'm joking. No, we. I'm joking. I yeah, no, no Patriot quarterback is playable right now. <laughs> how about, 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 about PJ Walker? 
PJ Walker, I wouldn't even be mad taking a chance there, just because it's it is the Falcons' defense. And let me see. Oh, he hasn't he hasn't used his legs, but he's more efficient in the passing game, apparently, than Baker. I mean, scoring two touchdowns and you know having a good percentage helps. I mean, against a Bucks defense, I don't know. That Bucks defense started off good, but now it's a little questionable. A little shaky. But, but hey, P.J. Walker, yeah, against the Falcons, I could see it. Yeah. What's, what's, what's insane, real quick, fun fact, is because since the Bucks lost tonight, if the Panthers beat the Falcons, the Panthers lead the division. <laughs> Which... Is insane to me. No the one PJ Walker. Come. Yeah. <laughs> the the one that the one team with the quarterback scenario where it's just like literally like we're on our third quarterback at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um. So if that happens, I I kind of want it to happen. I'll be rooting for the Panthers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But before, um, yeah. Last but not least, what about Heineke? Heineke. Heineke. I mean, the man has no fear. Do you think he'll um, have a crazy game? Against the Colts defense, it's hard to say just just because their D-line is starting to show up. Yeah. Um, the, they do have talent on the D-line. Um, and if they if that if that line is is continuing the way they've been playing. Um, Washington might have trouble in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hard for me to to look at this game and this matchup and be like, yeah, there's there's a high scoring affair here. I feel yeah. like this is gonna be a very grindy game. Twenty two twenty four, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm locked in on Andy Dalton. Let's let's do Dalton. Let's do Red Rifle. All right, got Andy Dalton locked in. Quarterback, 5,500. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's let's move on on. to running backs. Running backs. (sighs) This is where things get tricky. Very tricky. Yeah. Very, very tricky. I'm seeing a lot of cues. I'm seeing a lot of um, scenarios where it's like, is the starter going to play or not? We don't know. A lot of cues, a lot of lot of matchups that just scream at you. Pick me. I'm the easy pick, but it could be a trap. A very a much trap. <laughs> a lot of that. Um, hmm. We'll start off with. Um, talk, let's talk about Derrick Henry. Okay, Derrick Henry, looking like thirty-two, um, thirty-two, going against thirty-two. Um, ranked fantasy point owner. Yeah, jo- jo- Josh Jacobs just had a field day with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Derrick Henry sitting at thirteen percent ownership, priced at eighty four hundred away against the Texans. Um, I I can't be mad at picking Derrick Henry because. He, it's exactly the same thing that happened last season. Last season, the first two weeks were kind of dud games, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it's like he just warms up, and he's like, okay, the season has started. Mm-hmm. I'm in full 
downhill running mode. Yeah. Um, and so when you look at his numbers after week two, it's been Derrick Henry numbers, 25, 26, 30. He had a, he had a dip this past week, but the dip is 19. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, three, three games in a row over a hundred yards. Can he get to four? Maybe. I think it's Derrick Henry. I think so. Because um, like, even though the Titans offense is predictable, I, yeah. They have no one else to go to. Yeah, they really basically. Don't. They it, really don't. It's really showing that Tannehill's really capped, and the rec- receiving room's kind of like they got Robert Woods, cool, yeah, but you know, it seems like he's still like shaky from his ACL injury. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the rookie Burks is on IR, and everyone else is just like kind of like really boomer bust. Like, just, just fillers. Not too, just fillers. Yeah, not too much trust going on there of um, receivers producing. So it really leads to just Derrick Henry have a game. Grinding it out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because the touches have been insane. 20, 20, 20, 22, 28, 30 attempts. Like the volume is, is crazy for Derrick Henry right now. But, yeah, to your point because that wide receiver room is so non-existent. It's worse than the Eagles last season or two years ago. Yeah. It's it's really bad. It's really bad. Mm. Um, so Derek Henry at 8,400, I mean, you are going to ask him to go over 30 points for you, but Have in this matchup, in this situation, it can. It can happen. Definitely. Sure. But he has to have at least two touchdowns. That's what you're, yeah. really, that's what you're banging on. He has to be over 100 yards, and he has to have two touchdowns. Yep. Um I think these three these three guys right here all next to each other. So right below Derrick Henry is Saquon Barkley at 8100. Um mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard not to pick Saquon cuz that that's another situation of high volume because of a depleted wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. Um he's been getting insane amount of volume. He is the offense. It does go through him. Mm-hmm. Um and he's He's averaging, let me see, 30 targets in seven weeks. So about four, yeah, about four or five, about four or five targets a game in the, in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saquon having a hell of a season. That's a great play. Uh, Seahawks defense. It's, it's like a bend don't break defense. It's not like a complete shutout defense. They're good. But I yeah. think Saquon is is capable of of breaking out still and having a big, big runs, play. yeah. Um, and then right below him, what what do you think about Jonathan Taylor this week at home against Washington? You know, um, new quarterback. The thing you would want to do is to run the ball, but the way Indianapolis's offensive line's been playing. Even when they give the ball to Taylor, like he's having a hard time breaking through. And that could be more of a line issue than him because, I mean, when you see 20 touches and only 42 yards, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, a big problem. Mm-hmm. 21 touches, only 71 yards. It's a big mm-hmm. problem when you're Jonathan Taylor. So, yeah. you know, things things like that play, um, you know, 
playing your mind. Now, what's been increasing, though, has been his um, touches in the receiving end. So there's some confidence on that end. But when we go into the, the, you know, um, the butter of the whole offense, it's supposed to run through Taylor. But if the line's not getting it done, he's not going to get it done. So, um, yeah. I, I, I want to play him because he's against the Washington Commanders. Yep. But out of all those three, I like. I want to pick Saquon this week. He's due for a break, like another breakout game. Like like a high, like a mid thirties, yeah. like week one. Yeah, I'm 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 really feeling that. Yeah. That's why I can see him doing that. Yeah, you know, and I can see him getting his first receiving touchdown because he he doesn't have a receiving touchdown yet, even though he's getting the targets, like a good amount of targets. Mm-hmm. So that that could be something he gets. He also didn't score a touchdown last game at all. Not a rushing one, not a receiving touchdown. So. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. I I like I feel I feel comfortable with Saquon this yeah. week. Yeah, one hundred. Because I mean, if you know, top guys, I really feel like those three are really like due for a big game. I mean, Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, Derrick Henry had a big game the other week, but I can see him doing it again against this defense. Yeah, I I, I definitely think at least two out of these three guys. Have a a great game, a, a, yeah. mom, a great game, mm-hmm. a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but even scrolling down, um, we mentioned off air we we're talking Miles Sanders. Oh yeah, um, sixty six hundred. I think is a great contrarian pick. Um, let me find his name on this list. But he is he is at home. He's on a a team with a great defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they do kind of pull, pull early lead, um, especially with the way Kenny Pickett and Trubisky have been playing at the quarterback position for the Steelers, this defense had no, no problem eating them up. Yeah. So it could, it could be a high volume day for Miles Sanders. Definitely. Um, and you know, the Steelers de- run defense hasn't been, it's, it's basically bottom 10, yeah. um, so far. So Miles Sanders, I think, is also due uh, for mm-hmm. for a big game. I mean, we saw in week four what his ceiling could be, 32 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and since since then, it's been eight points, 14 points. But against the Steelers' defense at home, I mean, I think the possibility for a 25 to 32-point game is there. Yeah, sure. exactly. I, I feel the same way. Miles Sanders is healthy. That line's nice. Um, the fact that the ball gets spread out pretty pretty evenly, at least in the throwing game, helps him because um, yeah. you know it keeps less people out of the box. So when runs do happen, he can cut it up. He cut it up. Yeah, and he's sitting at a six six percent ownership right now as of today. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking to get different. I recommend there. The last guy I want to mention at the top to get different is sitting at a 6.7% ownership is DeAndre Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift hasn't played, but I think that was the plan. I think Campbell wants him absolutely 100% healthy. Yeah. Um, And I think they got there because he does not have a cue on his name anymore. And 
that line's O line has been playing well this this season. So mm-hmm. um, I think D Swift is in line to to have a D Swift type of game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Jamal Williams is a capable backup, but they obviously were missing something that Williams oh, do, yeah. does not possess, but D Swift does. And an- another thing uh, though too is. Um, uh, Williams did co- do some costly fumbles the last few games. He did. So, like, that plays in a role, too, with kind of yep. like, you know, what they, they miss from Swift is, you know, a little bit better ball security as well. Not to say that Swift hasn't fumbled, but, you know, when, mm-hmm. when that happens, it could play in a confident to, with that player. So, if Swift's there to take over the role, it kind of evens everything out as well. Yeah. So... Dual threat guy yeah. in Swift. Why not against the Miami team that um, is struggling to keep um, players uh, on the field, at least on the defensive end? And they just haven't been yeah. playing up to par in the past as well. So um, one of Joff's, Jared Goff's guys for um, helping him out when he's in trouble. So why not yeah. Swift? Why not Swift? Why not Swift? I think, yeah, like I said, either Miles Sanders or Swift, those are great mm-hmm. uh, pivot pivot picks this week. Mm-hmm. Is, Josh, um, is Josh Jacobs a stay away from this week? Yes, I uh, I think he's been riding at a at a very at an all time high three weeks in a row. It's very hard to sustain uh, running over 140 yards um, and multiple touchdown games. You know, four weeks straight. Um, if he does that, <laughs> if he does five weeks straight, six weeks straight, I mean, we're talking, we're looking at a very special season for somebody, but mm-hmm. typically I would want to get off this train right now. Um, he is very chalky this week. He's, he's the most owned as of today, the most owned running back He is the number one chosen running back at 7,500 sitting at 21% ownership. I definitely don't want to eat that chalk this week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even though Saints defense is banged up, I can see them at least locking down the run. So, you know, the Raiders do have to at least try to throw the ball a little bit better than they have in the past. Right. So I can see Josh Jacobs, who'll have a good game, but nothing kind of like what he's been posting, I would say. Yeah, I would say he'd probably drop to a 20-point game, but yeah. at 7,500, I can see him hit 100 yards, but um, the receivers are what's going to get the um, touchdowns. Job. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm feeling from the, from this game. I can see that. So, um, who is your value guy? I mean, your top guy? Uh, my top... Or did, um, or did we both agree with Barkley? We we both really like Barkley this yeah. week. Yeah, and then you know really a second Barkley. value guy who 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 do you feel is, um, is the one value or top 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 top? top. Um, I I kind of like Miles Sanders a lot for the contrarian pick. I like that. I like that. I yeah. like the Miles Sanders uh-huh. too. Because Barkley is is chalky this week, but if we're mm-hmm. if we're deciding to eat the chalk there, then I do like us going very different on the second slot, and Miles mm-hmm. Sanders can off- offset that. Yeah, 
Is Miles Sanders uh, less than D Sweat or they're kind of the same? Uh well Miles Sanders is six six percent exactly. Uh mm. D Swift is at six point seven. Okay, they're not too much far off. No, they're basically the same. But yeah. I think Miles Sanders is is due for a pretty good game. Yeah. All right, scrolling down to the value guys. Um it's a little different vibe. It is a little different down here. Yeah. <laughs> Scoundering um, up some 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 vibes out here. Mm. So let's let's start off with James Robinson as a talking point. Where is he priced at? Let me see. It seems like they're they're gonna try to go split um committee for right now until James Robinson is caught up. Mm. That is what is caught up with the playbook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this this first week might not be the best week to pick nah. Robinson. Nah, it's against um, the division rivals, Patriots. So who knows yep. how this game is going to play out. Um, would you take a chance? Yeah. I probably wouldn't. I, I, don't, I don't like playing running backs against the Patriots in general. No. That's just a general rule of thumb. Not just that. that. Zach, Zach Wilson plays like a rookie still, so he's going to get eaten up by this Pats offense. Well, that's what defense. I'm saying. Like You know Belichick is going to be like, oh, okay, you guys like to run the ball and play good defense. Well, what if I take away the run the ball part, mm-hmm. which I will? Like, let me see what yeah. your quarterback can do. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know? that's why this is this game right here, at least for any Jets player, I would stay, stay away. Stay clear. I don't think, I mean, uh, the Bears, it was a primetime game. And it, uh, I did have an, like, it just, it was one of those things where it, it seems so lopsided that the opposite happens. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see the Patriots going back to back weeks with such poor defensive performance. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't you repeat know. themselves. They don't. They fit, they clean it up. Bill Belichick makes sure that. Yeah. Um, so I would stay away from Robinson or Carter or yeah, even Zach Wilson or any receiver from there. Mm-hmm. Um You know, what's going to talking about opposites happening. There's a the guy same price as James Robinson. I know you see him Najee Harris mm-hmm. who has not had a Najee Harris game, which is crazy. I mean, last season, last season the offense struggled as well. Uh, it's not like the Steelers' offense last season was lighting it up, but Najee's numbers were so much better. Different. Um, he was so efficient this this year. He's getting the touches. I mean, fifteen to twenty touches, um in multiple games, but just kind of like Jonathan Taylor, where he's getting the touches, but the yards aren't coming. Um, I mean, that right there kind of shows you line performance as well, because, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has gained the touches. I mean, Rossberger did throw to him a little bit more because it fit his Ralph route tree of less than two yard routes. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, the thing about Mitch and um, Kenny, they're at least looking downfield. Uh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah. Najee Harris has been more of a security blanket than actually, like, trying to be a playmaker. And um, he has playmaking ability, but the role that he plays on this offense is being that power guy and grinding out first downs and 
you know yeah that's kind of the role that he's been playing in and that's why you don't see the stats on that you know the stats are not going to be that great that contributes to fantasy that well I mean, technically, against his Eagles defense, he shouldn't have a big game. Yeah, he shouldn't. Um, he shouldn't. That, but that's what I'm just saying. I for my gut, I don't know why. It's one of those things. There's no numbers to back it up. <laughs> no There's rhyme no or stats. reason. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. My gut just tells me it could be one of those type of games that just pisses me off. Where Najee Harris at 5700 gets you a 25 point game for the first time this season against yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I mean, his only defense right now is we've seen it happen before, and he's really not going to act like this again. You know, that's yeah. that's our reasoning, and you know, yeah. damn it, damn it, it's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, exactly. And it's like it's so it's so odd seeing him priced in the five thousands, like oh, no. Najee Harris. Hey, he shouldn't. You know, he shouldn't. <laughs> it's so odd to see him this low. Um, so it's one of those things. Like, yeah, right now nobody's on the Najee Harris train. So mm-hmm. typically in big tournaments, that's when you usually want to hop on a train. Is when nobody's on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you want to take a shot. I, I mean, I, I maybe I will in one lineup, but he's definitely yeah. not going to be like a main, a main guy in a lot of my, my yeah. lineups. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I agree with you. If you if you want to, you know, put some gamble lineups in, not in this lineup, but maybe in the in the next lineup, he might, you know, make an appearance. Yeah. Right, just because uh, he's so cheap. Yeah. Um, uh, Moster sounds like a good pick value wise. It does. You know, I I, it, I I like it. Um it's against Detroit, so why not? Um he, he has that he has that he has that burst. You know, he could throw it on his shoulder too. So I, I I like I like Moster as a as a value pick. Yeah. I like it. Mostert been he's been seeing the field a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. Despite him still having a cue. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just that's just who he is. Yeah. Um how do we feel about Deontay Foreman against the Falcons? Do we feel like Hubbard is going to be the main guy or do we feel like Deontay Foreman's going to be the main guy for the Panthers? It 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 it's hard because so Hubbard got injured. That's why he didn't really, you know, finish mm-hmm. the game how he did. But he had great stats to begin with too. He did for what he, what, he, what he played, you know. He still put uh-huh. up fifteen points with um, nine carries, sixty three yards, yeah, a touchdown. You know, yeah. And then, then we um, got Foreman, who had one hundred eighteen yards for fifteen carries, just no touchdown. That's I think it. one of those one of those carries was a sixty yard run, mm-hmm. and. That's what's crazy. I think that 60-yard run set up the Hubbard touchdown. Yeah. Um man, I don't know. I I think I think if I'm the Panthers, well one if Hubbard if Hubbard is still kind of gimpy or injured then yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think you got to lean Deontay Foreman, but mm-hmm. after a performance like that, you kind of you kind of have to give him his shot. Mm-hmm. You know, he he got you over 118 yards against a Bucks defense. Yeah. Um 
No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Have the numbers in front of me, but I'm. I'm not sure any other running back so far that has played against the Bucks has gone over a hundred yards. I could be wrong, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think with with PJ Walker as a quarterback and like pretty much Panthers having that vibe of like, there's no pressure here. We're just gonna go out and play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. it almost like makes them play better in a way. <laughs> it's weird how that kind of um, aspect it makes teams do play better. Hey, we just there's got just r- no expectation. Hey, yeah. we just got rid of our coach. So let's guys just want to play better. Sure, <laughs> sure. But, yeah, there's no expectation. We we feel comfortable now. It's a little bit more anarchy. Like, so it's like fuck it. Let's just go out there. You know, like they have a ca- <laughs> like like yeah, we have no real head coach. We only have an interim head coach. You know. <laughs> Some people, fuck get, it. yeah, it's just so fuck it. They're auditioning it, for another team, basically, at this point. It's like, hey, we have a substitute teacher today. Fuck around. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, <laughs> hey, sometimes fucking around will get you somewhere. We'll get you somewhere. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think okay. My personal opinion you made Foreman. me choose between I'll, the two. I'll pick Foreman. Yeah, uh, I'll be Foreman. honest. I'll pick I'll pick Foreman. It's not looking like Hubbard's going to suit up this um Sunday. Uh oh, he has not been practicing. Yeah, so man has not been practicing. Uh, I, I I even if he is playing at that point, go Foreman. Okay. Yeah, but I like it. I like um, it. Okay, dude, we only really chose one value guy, and that was Moster. Moster. So that is that uh, mean Foreman? Najee um, Harris. Najee Harris Foreman. You. Well, let me see. Uh, like I said, well, if we have Barkley in, he is chalky. So I want our second to to be a a good pivot. Najee Harris is sitting at a five point seven percent. Deontay Foreman, exactly the same amount too, five point seven percent of ownership. Um, I'm down to go. I'm down to go. Miles Sanders, Najee Harris, or Deontay Foreman. They're all. I mean, we would be paying up a little more for Miles Sanders. Yeah, but um, if we do want to put a value, yeah, I think I think those are two. Two good names in the value if you want to pivot Najee Harris or Deontay Foreman. Um, it's hard. It's hard to say. It is hard. I'm going to honestly put Foreman over Najee Harris. Okay. Yeah, just because that defense is lighter. That and they just came from a bye too. Okay. That, that, yeah, that, plenty, so, plenty of game planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can see him coming and shooting all cylinders. All right. Um, okay. So, so far we got Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, and Deontay Foreman. We'll move on to mm-hmm. wide receivers. All right. All right. Oh, man. Do not pick Cooper Cup. Room. Do not pick Cooper Cup. <laughs> he will score a touchdown, and he will get 100 yards, but that's not good enough for his price, ladies and gentlemen. You're asking him to break the slate. Yeah, yeah. Asking him to break the slate against a team they are notoriously bad at in the regular season. I don't yeah. care. I do not care if Niners defense is full of 
practice squad. Rams will always fuck up against the Niners. It's one of those things, right? I think, honestly, I think both fan bases are already pissed uh, before this game has even started. I think I think neither fan base wants this game this weekend. Um, but I agree. I think with Cooper Cup, he would definitely have to get you 35 to 40 at 9,600. Mm-hmm. Um, he has not hit the 30s since week two against the Falcons. Damn. Um, I mean, it's possible. It is possible. He took a dip last week at 16 points. Uh, my Niners are depleted. They are hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the closest the 30 he got was against the Niners. 29. I mean, yeah, because the volume is there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad if you took your chance. It is very pricey. You're going to have to... Yeah. Have to work around that somewhere else. Is though. thirty points um, good enough to pick Cooper Cup? Could be. I mean, it's hard to go there when the possibility for like Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and AJ Brown, and even Debo mm-hmm. is is pretty high. Um, at at cheaper cheaper tags. So, who do you, who do you like uh, as far as let's 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 go D hopping up. So from D hop, D hopping up, who do you really like? This is this is hard. I'm gonna say no, AJ Brown. He will be productive, but just not enough. Because just because of the offense he plays with, you know, it's very run heavy. Yeah. So he will get a touchdown, but it's just. You know, he's, he's from a fantasy. Yeah, I won't get the volume. Yeah. Um, I want to say Tyreek. It's hard. It's hard to ignore Tyreek yeah, this week. Yeah, it, it kind of is. You know, and Devontae Adams could be lined up for a good game, too. Mm-hmm, just because, you know, the Saints are going to try to shut Josh down mm-hmm. and make Derek Carr win, win yeah. the game. I think their two cor- best uh, corners are gone too right now. Oh, if that's the case, I don't think yes, I don't think Lamar, I don't think Lamar's playing. Mm, that kind of changes a lot of things. Yeah. Um currently Devontae Adams at eighty six hundred sits at nine point eight percent ownership. So not the chalkiest. No, yeah. Um it's pretty pretty base. Sitting- yeah, he's sitting right below ten percent, which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I like um, I, I mean, like Devonte Adams just because you know Saints are banged up on defense, and you know Carr really only goes to him. Um. Okay, hold on. Just read the update. Adams missed practice for a second straight day Thursday due to what's being described as a bad case of the flu. That makes things interesting. Flu doesn't last that long, right? Uh, I mean, for an NFL player and the amount of shit they get injected into them for different things, I want to say no. Um, it's it's, uh, it's his flu game. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's his flu game. <laughs> you know what? I feel a lot better now that you said that. It's the flu, <laughs> it's the flu, it's the flu, flu game. game. 
And you know what's interesting? A hundred dollars apart from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's ownership, he is the most owned this week so far, projected is so he? far. Yeah. At thirty two point five percent. Monster chalk. Monster chalk. Oh. So if you did not want to eat the chalk there, um a hundred dollars more to pivot to Devontae Adams, who's sitting at nine point eight percent compared to thirty two percent. All, at that point, you're just asking for Devontae to outperform Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you and, really are. And you and you pass all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is it is a decent chance to take. Um, but also, it's I think Tyreek's chalk is sitting there at 32 percent for a reason mm-hmm. <laughs> because because people really cannot picture anything else other than a 30 to 35 point game especially since i don't think tyreek hill has scored a touchdown since week one i believe or week two really um it's been all volume this that's what's crazy about tyreek's numbers is he's hitting numbers just pure grinding It, it has been a week two so since literally since tua has not played Mm-hmm. Tyreek has not caught a touchdown, and now that two is back against the Detroit Lions defense, like I like I said, it should, it mm-hmm. should happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but yeah, there are ways. There are different ways to look at it. Um, we'll see. We'll see what we end up deciding to do. But I agree with you as far as like D hopping up. I, I like Tyreek Hill. Do you like D hop um, against the the Vikings? I also like D hop. I mean, D hop came mm-hmm. back. And and he's D Hop. He's still D Hop. Yeah. Um. He got fourteen targets, caught ten of them, got over a hundred yards. The only thing missing was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think I think yeah I think DeAndre Hopkins. Um. We joked the other day. Uh. I think Kyler Murray and Kingsbury. The only thing they can agree on these days is to throw it to DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone they, they're gonna have that. a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. agrees on that. So DeAndre, I think the I think the volume's gonna be there. I think I think exactly the way Tyreek Hill's being used, where it's constantly double digit targets, constantly double digit receptions, um, a lot of over hundred yard games, I think that's gonna be DeAndre Hopkins. I guess so, that, that that will play into like for a thousand a hundred less, might as well get D Hop compared to Tyreek. I mean, yeah, uh, when you compare the chalk, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is at 13%, but like, yeah, like we, like we said, compared to 32%. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you could, you could do that. Mm-hmm. You could do that against the Vikings. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Let's see with Mr. Waddle. Waddle, Waddle. Yeah. Mr. Waddle's on the same same thing too you know it's gimpy it's gimpy but his production has been down because of no Tua really he had one game against um, the Vikings but other than that you know Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see I I would honestly stay away from Waddle though compared to Tyreek just because he is a little bit more gimpier too that if it wasn't for Waddle's gimpiness right now, because he's dealing with what a shoulder, I think. Yeah. They also mentioned some groin injury earlier in the season. Um, 
But if he's being, uh, if he's not practicing in full, yeah, I think for this week. <sighs> that's the thing, though. If he does end up playing, there is a chance. I mean, it's mm-hmm. uh, that speed. That speed is crazy. Yeah. Um. So I think you just monitor Jalen Waddle's um status, and honestly, I don't think you could go wrong if you start both Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Um. Yeah. There have there. I mean, shoot, they did have a game. I think that week two, yeah, the week two, they both went over for 40 points. Yeah, they did. They did. So it is possible for them to both have a big game, just similar to what we saw Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd do um, this past weekend. I think I think Waddle and Tyreek are capable of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, is this the week that we call the bell for Adam Thielen? Because Adam Thielen does love to have a random game or two. He does. He's been a lot. He's just been steadily average this week. Um. Wow, that's insane. You know what? I would say Adam Thielen. If Justin Jefferson wasn't on the same wave as Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson has not caught a touchdown since week one. He has not caught a touchdown. Justin Jettas, yes, JJ, Mm -hmm. has not caught a touchdown since week one. However, he ran for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown, but the last three games, he's gone over 100 yards. Mm -hmm. So it's 147, 154, 107. Um, Total targets... In three in the in a span of those three weeks, thirty four targets. So averaging eleven targets a game. With that amount of volume, you have to end up in the end zone at some point. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at some point you have to end up in the end zone. So the fact that this man, Justin Jefferson, can get you a thirty plus point game without a single TD. Just mm-hmm. pure volume and yardage. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine imagine if you add a touchdown or two. Um, mm-hmm. that's that's breaking the slate. <laughs> yeah. What what's what's his volume like? Uh, Justin Jefferson's mm-hmm. or his ownership? You mean? Yeah, his ownership volume. His ownership is sitting at ten point five percent because he's very pricey. Yeah, but yeah, very. Pretty much a, a base standpoint, right there. Yeah, ninety one hundred. However, with the matchup and the fact that this streak has been going on for so long since week one of not cut, catching touchdowns, I think I think the volume comes this week, and I think at least one TD comes. So, I think that easily puts him over thirty points. I I would I would take a chance on Justin Jefferson or or Tyreek Hill this week. One of those guys have to break their streak of not catching a TD. Yeah, I I, I feel it. Um, let me see. Uh, we could talk about some value guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some value guys before you know. Uh, DJ Moore is a value guy this week, but he's super chalky. He is. Chalky, uh, not super chalky. I mean, sitting at thirteen percent. It's just funny because it's DJ Moore, and we're talking yeah. about chalk. Yeah, 
Now, all of a sudden, um, people. It's funny though. We even though he had his best game last week, still didn't go over a hundred yards. Not even seventy five yards. No, true, true. Which is, which is why it could be somewhat misleading because he's gotten to 13 points. He's gotten to 12 points. If you take that touchdown away, he's right there. He's right at 13. He's points at 13. Again, he, yeah. He's at, he's at 13. Um, mm-hmm. So you really, really need him to score uh, to make, to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, he almost needs to have two touchdowns to get to the twenties. Exactly. You know, <laughs> um, so it could be it could be somewhat of a trap, actually. You know, people get get the high off off the last game that he had, and then you see that he's going against the Falcons, and he's priced at fifty three hundred. Mm-hmm. I could see why he's likable, but now that I kind of take a closer look at the numbers, and you take that touchdown away, his yardage is mm-hmm. not good. It's not good enough. No, and he's the number um, one there. He's the number one. So I would pivot. I would pivot from DJ Moore this mm-hmm. week. There is a guy that I think if it doesn't happen this week, you can somewhat be officially done with him. But I have faith that this guy is going to be at least in one millionaire maker winning lineup. And it's Brandon Cooks. Oh, the Brandon, the, the last stand. Brandon Cooks at 5,900, the clear, clear, clear number one on the Texans receiving room, um, gets the volume, gets the targets, can't get the yardage or the touchdown to follow, but he is versus a Titans defense who is ranked bottom five against wide receivers so far. Um. I think if he if Brandon Cooks were to have a plus twenty point game, we're talking around twenty five points, get close to a hundred receiving yards and add a touchdown to that, be has to be has to be here. It has to be here. Um, I mean he's gone versus a a, a Colts defense who mm-hmm. kept Chiefs to twenty. He's gone against a Denver defense who has been pretty good this this season. It's the only good thing about their team. He's gone against the Bears defense who have been up and down. They can be really good at times. Gone against a Chargers defense. Um, the only thing is, is like he went against the Vegas defense that you you could assume that he would have a big game, but he didn't. Yeah. Um. But I think, I think that's why. Uh, it'd be a great play just because I feel like last week were, were people's kind of last chance for him. They're like, okay, Brandon Cooks is not going to go off against the Raiders. I'll be done with him. Um, so I think a lot of people after last week hopped off the Cooks train. I'm going to give him this final week against a bottom five Titans defense against the pass. And he's sitting at 4% ownership as a number one receiver. So, yeah. Last, last hurrah, please, David Mills. If you're gonna have one decent game, have it here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. With these two low, low tier, um, wide out ones on their teams, you know, it's kind of rough going with them. 
right. um, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, uh, you, may, you definitely make the argument that this is his last stand. Last you know, stand. You know, Give me one. Eight, eight weeks in, have have your game right now, please. Have it because even DJ Moore had his ish mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you like below the six K? It's a good question. It's a damn good question. Um, I feel like this is a great opportunity for um Atlanta to finally like play a more softer defense and um get some of their their, their throwing attack going again, which means. Okay. I I think I like Drake London this week. He's been kind of he's cooled off since the beginning of the year. Definitely cooled he has off. Cooled off. You know, big time. So, um I think since it's divisional game, very uh softer defense than what he's been playing. Um I like I like him. I like him a lot. 5100. Um mm-hmm. I can see him gain 100 yards in touchdown. Well, his first hundred yard game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like in this game we're gonna see um, why he was um, Atlanta's first pick. I mean, he definitely has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I he, think it's just the usage. They they just need to yeah. give him the usage. Yeah, yeah, and know? I most definitely, and especially since they really don't have a solid running game since Cordell Patterson is out. And that kind of right. that kind of threw everything in, you know, a flux because when Cordell Patterson went out, everything kind of went downhill for the Falcons offense at least. You know, Algier yeah. is um slowly getting it. Um yeah. I, f- I forget the other fool's name. I want to say it's something Williams, right? Um um yeah, Avery Williams. Williams. Yeah, Williams is okay. just not getting enough touches. We don't know what he's, you know, doing with mm-hmm. the ball like that. Um, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Huntley too. It's just yeah. it, it's spread. It's spread thin, at least in the running game. That um, someone needs to step up in the the passing game, and I think Drake London is more go to than Kyle Pitts. Playing at home, playing at the dome, so why not Drake London having a game against this Carolina defense? Yeah. So Yeah. That's that's who I I'm kinda see. eyeing for this week, at least value wise. For, for value. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I he's definitely due for a bounce back, especially the way he started. Mm-hmm. Um I so here's the so here's something interesting about Rand, Randall Moore. Um, in the two funny. games, in the two games that he single digited, um, they put him on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, in the two games, week five and week six, where he got to thirteen points, and then he got to almost eleven points, and he got eight targets and then 10 targets, he was playing the slot receiver Mm -hmm. as a slot receiver. Mm -hmm. So 
with DeAndre Hopkins back and with the trade with Robbie Anderson, um, I think D Hop and Anderson stay on the outside and he moves back into the slot role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see a good amount of volume for Rand- Randall Moore um, against the Vikings. I am going to predict anywhere from six to eight targets, um, even may- possibly up to 10. But it just depends how, how big uh, of the piece of the pie uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get. Mm-hmm. But I think with Robbie Anderson being brand new, they're going to kind of slowly work him in, but he is going to stay on the outside. Mm-hmm. And so really Rondell Moore, I feel like he's going to be acting as a two. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could be in for, for a decent stat line game. Uh, I could see him getting into the end zone with his speed, especially if he's going to be getting targeted six to 10 times. Uh, there's opportunity for him to get in there. Mm-hmm. So I kind I kind of like Rondell Moore as, as kind of a dice roll flex play this week. Okay. I was looking, I was eyeing him, but um, yeah, I just wasn't too sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with D Hop back, it's it's hard to trust other Arizona receivers, but mm-hmm. uh, it just I would only I'd pick on them if I think that that game has potential for a high uh, you know for a shootout. And yeah. to me, the Vikings and Cardinals, I could I could see a high twenties, low thirties on both sides. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. I definitely feel on that. Um, any guys in the four K range that you want to talk about before we make a pick? <sighs> Not with confidence, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of looking here. They would all just be dice rolls. I mean, Mac Hollins maybe at forty five hundred, yeah. but it's say, it's very. I would dicey. say honestly, Goodwin would be a oh yeah yeah a fair mention. A fair yeah, mention, just, especially if DK Metcalf can't make it back because exactly. he's not been practicing. Exactly, that's why I'm like at least uh, mention Marquise Goodwin. He scored two touchdowns last game, so there's did. there's connection there. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if DJ doesn't, um, TK doesn't suit up, or if he's limited on certain snaps, um, breakout player Goodwin is. So, I I like it yep. even with. Um, this Giants um, defense, I guess see them break out with a few plays at least. Even even off volume alone, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if Goodwin would score, it would probably be on a long bomb or something like that. To me right. personally, so that plays into high 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 yardage and a touchdown. Right. But other than that, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of shaky. Okay, let's make our pick. Um, we do have Dalton. So we didn't talk about Olave. He's no his target. Haven't. His tar- yeah, he's he's had amazing exactly uh, target because target share. Yeah, when we when we switched from top dollar to value, I realized he was right at six thousand. Right at six like, k. I mean, if we do have Dalton, you might as well stack it. Yeah, because know? like his volume is there, and the the, the, looks, the the looks is there, and his touches are there. Get looked at fourteen times a game. He at least catches half mm-hmm. of them. You know, so 
Um, it's all there. What's it called? So, so Michael Thomas didn't practice today, Mm-mm. as well as Jarvis Landry also didn't practice it, today. It's looking like he, they're both are no goes for this. You know, yeah, it's trending towards no go. So Olave is in, is definitely mm-hmm. a play. Yeah, um, his floor is nine points, but that was the only time he scored in single digits. The rest of them, 12, 26, 16, 15, 20. Oh, yeah, I know. I feel comfortable with the situation, especially with Landry and uh, Thomas not going to not going to be there. So his target floor should be 10. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Yeah. Um, Olave is sitting at 10.4 percent ownership this week. Uh, not too bad. Mm-hmm. 6K. Um, yeah, you're basically asking for 24, 25 points and definitely possible. For yeah. sure possible. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll start there for our first slot since he is our stack with Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, put that as a play from D hop up. Who do you want? I mean, okay, let me see who we have here. Um, D hop up. Do we run it back with uh, Devontae Adams? We could bring it back to with D Adams if it because well I mean it could work. Yeah, we could we could use D Adams as a bring back. Um, if it ends up getting too thin towards the end, I'm I'm glad to pivot from D Adams to. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. If we need, yeah. If we need the money, yeah. I I, um, I I like that. I like that a lot. So we'll 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 keep it like that for now. Uh, D Adams, Olave, and then for our third, we might want to go value here. Yeah. Um, we could for now, if you want to go really cheap. Goodwin, or we could do, or or since we have Deontay Foreman on this lineup, we could do bring back Drake London mm. um, at fifty one. Yeah, yeah. What do you like better, Drake London or Brandon Cooks? Oh man, uh, I I can almost feel exactly the same for them. Um, Let's let's go let's go London because I think we are gonna need to save some some cash here. So yeah, we'll go we'll go London if we can go up to Cooks. We'll we'll revisit that conversation. All but right. right now we have eleven thousand four hundred left. Um, should we pick defense and then to talk about tight end and flex? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go defense. We'll go defense. That's pretty quick. Okay. I like to scope out the bottom six and see if there's a possible gamble play. If it's really that terrible, then we can spend up. But <sighs> out of these bottom six, do you feel best about Texans at home against the Titans? Or Commander's defense against the Colts? I feel like Lions is a no-go. Steelers, maybe a no-go. Bears, probably not. I would stay away from the Texans. 
you you would stay absolutely away from this defense. Yeah, even like I, it's so hit and miss because their defense played good with one the Jaguars, the other against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, their last opponent was thirty eight points on them. And then, yeah. then, then you go back with the Chargers, 34 points on them. And I think the Chargers and the Raiders, I think Eckler went off against the Texans, right? Or no? He went I'm off against the Browns. Oh, he went off against the Browns. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. We will dodge the Texans. Um. The Manders are a very interesting play. Just because we don't know what this offensive line is even about. We don't know what we're getting with Sam Ellinger and the offensive line. No. Um, That's why it's very, very interesting. Very, very. Yeah. We could could gamble there. We could. I mean, if it's going to allow us to play some of these other guys. I'm okay. Well, um, it's, I I don't see the Colts running away with like thirty plus points in this game. Yeah, so I'm down. Is there any mid tier like anything under three thousand that interests you? Jets, Panthers, Giants, Saints. Um, I would do Jets because I just feel like that is just going to be a grindy, low scoring game. Just because it's it's going to be great defense on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um. I would maybe take a chance with the Giants defense and maybe take a chance with Saints defense. So Saints, Giants, Jets, or Patriots. Like, I really think, and that's why they're only $100 apart, is because I, w- I literally would price them just the way they are right now <laughs> with $100 apart. Patriots being just slightly more expensive, but. I don't think you can go wrong with either Patriots or Jets. I mean, yeah, the Patriots. De- I honestly feel like Patriots is perfect against this Jets team, mainly Zach Wilson. Right now, yeah. It's, I mean, they did score double digits three weeks in a row. So mm-hmm. They took a dip last week. I I could do it. I mean, yeah, that would, that'll put us with an average uh, salary remaining of 4200 and with the tight end and flex position i think we could find some plays yeah yeah all right let's let's put the patriots in all right we'll put the patriots defense then let's talk about some tight ends all right um, we don't have we won't have the money for it but let's talk about some top guys here uh i mean there's really no top guys other than like they're all considered value i guess you could say that True. Kittle's the, I mean, Kittle's the the highest at fifty five thousand seven hundred. Yeah, Kittle's been on an uptick. Uh, it could continue, but last two weeks he's been trending up. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz is the interesting one to me because I don't. We have to see more data with D Hop back in this offense. But the first game back that D Hop goes, Zach Ertz volume tanked really hard. Yeah. Um, it went down to four targets this yeah. game. Pretty pedestrian. So, um, it's hard to say. Like, uh, like I said, I think we have to see moving forward what that situation is going to mm-hmm. look like. Mm-hmm. Um, Goddard, I think, can have a bounce back game. He had a quiet game 
last week. Yeah. Um, hasn't scored a touchdown since week three. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still their most reliable tight end and clearly the number one option at that position. Um, who else? Um, Kyle Pitts just, I don't understand the price. Like he should be way at the bottom somewhere. Um, it's hard. It's hard. What's crazy. Oh, never mind. He's not on the slate, but I was going to say, uh, if Hayden Hurst is cheaper than, than Kyle Pitts, um, something's terribly wrong. Um, what about, you know, what's interesting? Irv Smith Jr., interesting play, just because, like I said, um, this matchup has potential for a shootout. Uh, he got in the end zone last week. Mm-hmm. Um, target, the targets are just good enough for me to say okay, mm-hmm. but it's like I want him to get to the six to nine more often. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's just the fact that he likes to float around four or five targets. You really have to bank on a touchdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's for that to play. It's rough because like, you know, if you're only getting four targets, you got to make the most out of it or, and a lot of, a lot right. of tight ends are on that boat though. Especially this, and, this year, tight ends, it's, uh, it's been pretty scarce. Not a lot of tight ends are, getting that volume that we've seen in the past. Well, here's a name I'm going to mention that is getting pretty crazy volume in actually the majority of the games. Four four out of the seven games has gotten 10 targets, seven targets, nine targets, nine targets. And it's Pat Fairmurth for the Steelers. (laughs) Um, The first two games... So first game, he was targeted 10 times. Second game, seven times. Took a dip week three at four targets and then spiked back up to nine targets week five. Or week four, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and this last game, week seven against the Dolphins, he all, he had another nine-target game. Mm-hmm. So as far as targets, um, Fairmouth has to be in the top five as far as target volume mm-hmm. now production is, is a different story. Yeah. Um, production wise, it's not Mark Andrew numbers. It's not Travis Kelsey numbers. Um, but if you're looking for a guy that does is, is heavily involved in this offense is on the field a lot for a lot of the snaps and hasn't scored a touchdown since week two against new England. Um, Pat Fairmouth at thirty nine hundred can be a play. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, I agree because like sometimes you got to go with the way more conservative route, especially at tight end, because you there's more chances that you miss with tight end more than anything and that could you know really set mm-hmm. set you apart from placing. Right, so, and if like I said, so he hasn't scored a touchdown since week two, so. If you add a touchdown to this type of volume, you get to the twenties, right? Yeah. You you get you get yourself to the twenty twenty five point range, and if you're gonna hit that at thirty nine at a price tag of thirty nine hundred, that's a great value play. Um, also, I think the game script 
sets it up favorably for Fairman. If yeah. if the Eagles are going to be playing from ahead and Steelers are going to be playing from behind or even run into some garbage time. Mm-hmm. Um, Fairmouth is going to be on the field running routes. He's going to be running routes. So I kind of like him at that price. I like that it. Usage. I like it. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. Um, he's, we he's, can go he's, there. He's not going to be goosing me. No, he won't goose. And then that leaves us 4,500 for the flex. Which at forty five hundred, there's a whole list of guys that are just epic dice rolls. But we did like Goodwin at forty four hundred. We if did. If you want to go there, we did. Um, I mean, I'm looking real quick. Garrett Wilson, no. Osborne, no. I'm really, yeah. I'm really not liking everything. I mean, you in this price range, Goodwin has the most a favorable situation because Mm -hmm. of the game that he just had and DK Metcalf most likely not playing this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you can flex Goodwin. I feel comfortable with that and we'll leave a hundred dollars in the pocket. I'll I'll just say this (laughs) mention. What about Tyler Higby? The reason why I brought the reason why I bring it up is last game against the Niners. 10 receptions, 14 targets, 73 yards, 17 points. Actually, you know what? I like it. I like Higby. Mm -hmm. He has, he has a lot of targets under his belt. Last, last week was the first dud of a game where he only got targeted twice, Mm -hmm. but that was just a bad game. Just just a bad game. Other than that, got targeted a bunch. And even in the other game where he only got targeted four times, he was very efficient with those four receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that this man has been targeted this much and has not gotten into the end zone, that has to end at some point. Um, so I, I do like it, especially um, I've, my Niners defense is pretty banged up. He did, he did have a, a pretty good game against them last time they met. Um, forty two hundred. I I like it for this type of volume. I like mm-hmm. it. We could go there. We could go there. Two tight end flex. Two tight end flex. <laughs> yes, I'm down. Two tight ends that act very much like receivers for their teams. And for that um, price, I'll take it. Yes, sir. So three hundred left over. Ooh. Um, we could. Keep as is, or we could look at somebody to upgrade. Um, but honestly, I don't. I think. Let me see what defense we could get up to. Mm, no, Vikings, like Seahawks, the, Niners. Then I, I still like the Patriots yeah. out of that whole. Out of those, the three teams above the Patriots, I yeah. still would pay the play the Patriots. Yeah. Um tight end we're pretty set on firm earth because just his volume is nice. Higby has a nice volume. Drake London looking like he needs to score. Devontae Adams, um mm-hmm. we're hoping for a flu game. Flu game. Flu game. So Yeah. I think we could leave it. 
I like it. It's a little unorthodox lineup, but hey, I feel like we got the only lineup like this, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. No one, no one likes to leave three hundred dollars left over. Yeah, we definitely got got a different one. Yeah. Um, recap it for me, Francis. All right. Starting with our quarterback slot, we got the red rifle, Andy Dalton, fifty five hundred at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. For our two running backs, first, we got Saquon Barkley, 8,100 against the Seahawks. Then we got Deontay Foreman uh, coming into the scene, 5,300 against the Falcons. For our wide receivers, we like Devontae Adams at 8,600 against the Saints. Drake London, 5,100 against the Panthers and Olave to stack with the red rifle 6k against the Raiders moving on to tight end and flex for our tight end slot we got Pat Fairmirth I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong 3900 against the Eagles and for our flex we got Higby against the Niners 4200 <laughs> And to end this lineup for our defense, we have the Patriots against Zach Milfson. I mean, Wilson. <laughs> you know what's funny? I really thought you messed it up. Like, what? <laughs> it, it was so sly. I, I didn't even catch it at first. <laughs> Shout out to Dougie because I know he would have said it. Um... And that is the Buds and Sports lineup for this week. It is very different. We got $300 left over. Let's see how we do. 300 See how we do, buddies. Yep, yep. Or this lineup will crash and fail so quick. Yeah, it could. But there's a lot of potential here. That's for sure. I thrive on potential. Um, That has been Week 8 DraftKings. It has been a hell of a season so far. A lot of curveballs. More curveballs, I feel like, this year than any other season of recent memory. My kneecaps Um, are broken. (laughs) But we're we're getting this data. And we're we're getting to a point in the season where there's a lot of data out there. So hopefully, second half of the season, we'll we'll end up in the green. Get some Um, dubs. What was that? Get some dubs, not just the green. I, yes. I want to win the turn. I want to win one of the contests. Yes, Please. always we're striving for that for that tournament dub. Um, but today it's been Spuddy mm-hmm. and your boy Francis. That was Week Eight DraftKings. Uh, just stay tuned. Stay tuned to our channel. Stay tuned with us. We got stuff coming out. NBA just started. Spuddy and Dougie are. Are on that. So if you guys are NBA fans, hey, we got NBA stuff coming. Yes, sir. Um, next week you will be hearing the three of us. I'm sure the three of us are going to be on for week nine. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you for rocking with us. That has been week eight DraftKings. We'll see y'all next week.